get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. courtesy of apple plus albert pools the newest member the most recent member of the 700 home run club a very exclusive club happy to see him do that this year in a cardinals uniform the man that made it possible john Mosalock, the cardinals president of baseball operations he's joining us now via the brown and croup and celebrity line mo we appreciate the time as always appreciate you giving us a little bit of time and what i'm sure is a busy period for you guys i, I want to start with albert and with yachty going into what is their final regular season homestand this weekend when you look back on their time that they've had here in st louis mo do you have a favorite on-field memory with those two here in st louis well i think on a personal level um obviously being you know part of world series champions um in six and in 11 is, is something i think you know we'd all probably recognize as a you know key times for us but i would say like like the one thing about both of these gentlemen and, you know, starting with Yachty being here really, you know, start to finish, if you will. Um, you know, the one thing about him is, is, is just how competitive he always has been. And in so many different ways, I think he, he really helped push other people and, and really just sort of raised the expectations really uh, here in St. Louis and, and kept that going. And then obviously you think back to, to, Albert and and his time prior to departing, you know, I I always say to my friends, it's, you know, witnessing the greatest hitter on earth. And, you know, you think back to that time and the type of offensive production he was having, there was just really no one able to replicate what he was doing. Now, I know Barry Bonds had some terrific years in there, but, you know, just sort of that uh, consistency of what he did at the plate, I think is something that, uh, all of us, when you when you reflect back on his career, you realize how special it was. And then to to bring it back here and, 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 and to bring him back here in, in 2022 and have the season that he's had, especially the second half, I just think it's been uh, you know incredibly exciting for all of us. And you know, I think you wear your fan hat more than your your uh, kind of GM hat, if you will. And and so uh, I think like like everybody, I've just enjoyed it, and I think it's a uh, been a special year in so many ways and for for both those guys to have the type of impact they've had i think it's uh, really been cool john if i'm not mistaken you you oversaw the scouting department when when the team drafted yadier molina and albert pujols so for you and your team was there a moment that you felt like okay we struck gold with these two players well i think with uh with with both guys we realized early on that that we had something but uh, obviously when you look at at Albert's sort of quick rise, if you will. I mean, he, he basically spent a year in the minor leagues. He touched uh, Peoria. He touched uh, um, High A and then ended up in Memphis and was contributing. So, you know, when we went to camp in in uh, 2000, 
in one, there was there was some you know already some talk that that he may you know end up being in the big leagues at some point. And then of course with the injury um, to Bonilla, he uh, he had a chance to make our club and did, and you know the rest is history. And I think in in, in Yadi's case, um, again when you think back to that time, I mean we knew we had a talented guy, and I remember like Dave Ricketts, who was our uh, catching instructor at the time. And and he told me he's like you know this guy could catch in the big leagues now, and that was after his first instructional league um, as an 18 year old. And so we knew we had something there. I think from a defensive standpoint, he he always was way ahead of his league, and I think in a lot of ways that affected him from an offensive standpoint, where he, where he didn't get quite the time to develop because he was always just getting moved up. But I think both would agree they've had amazing careers and. Uh, yeah, I think we all take a ton of pride in, 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 in all of that. Mo, when you look at the the impact that those guys will have on your organization for years to come, I, I think back to the rotation and the impact that a guy like Chris Carpenter still has with the mentality that he had, and he passed that thing down, and now you're seeing it with Wayno, and he's trying to pass it down as well. What do you think the lasting legacy will be inside of your organization from Yachty and Albert for years to come? Well, obviously, when you're looking at, at, at and you're discussing, you know, first ballot Hall of Famers, it, that, that just all of a sudden brings so much credibility to what they did, right? Because that's the official stamp of greatness. But I think back to when I first joined the Cardinals and getting to meet people like Stan Musial, Bob Gibson, and, and so many more, Lou Brock, to, to just name a few, that, like, I think that that's, like, the ideal part of, of, of why being a part of the Cardinals is so much fun because you you have these these lasting legacies and, and these these fingerprints of what these guys have done for your organization. And look, I don't know what the future holds, but my guess is you're going to see a lot of their faces around for, for many years to come. As your team heads into this final stretch of the regular season and into the wild card round, have you seen that impact from those players develop some of these younger players? And I know they're not young, but even with Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado being around the Pujols and the Molinas and the Wainwrights over the last few seasons, have you seen that just develop a new characteristic with the roster? I wouldn't say develop a new characteristic. I just think that's created that perpetual characteristic. Um, I think, you know, these are why guys like, Mr. Goldschmidt wants to sign when he gets here. It's reasons why Nolan Arnato picked the Cardinals as a team he hoped to get traded to. So I think now it's, it's, it's them embracing that or, or, or embodying that. And so it's, it's exciting because that next generation that, that, that's coming, coming up or, or some of these younger guys that are already here, they're getting to witness it almost like multiple generations of it. And um, I think that's like, super cool and I think really beneficial when you think about like developing culture and creating that environment. We're talking to John Mosaloc for another few minutes here on 101 ESPN. Really appreciate his time. Uh, Mo, as you can imagine, we've spent a good amount of time over the last days and weeks talking about what the rotation could look like as you guys head into the wild card round. And you've got a few options going over the weekend in Flaherty and Montgomery and Wayno, who could be a part of that. When you look at the decision of who you guys could start in that three-game series, 
how much do you weigh the the performance of what they've been recently versus like for example a, a matchup dictating who's going to go out there with like the Brewers for example not being the greatest against left-handed pitchers when you think through those things how do you weigh those two uh, aspects of it well i think i think all those variables will go into decision making um i think you know that's one of the things that we try to always look at are, are all the different variables and and how to think about putting your roster together, how to think about your starting lineup, and, and understanding what that contribution might look like on a on a given night. So, you know, it's it's something that uh, you know Ollie and I were talking about on the plane ride home um, the other day. But you know, ultimately, I think we're going to see allow things to play out and 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 use the six games that we have. Um, before we ultimately decide, but but clearly, if somebody's pitching on uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday next week, they're probably not going to be available for games one or two. So, you know, a lot of this, I, I think, from a public standpoint, will have a some clarity on what we look like after we get through the weekend. John, John, speaking of Ollie and the conversation that you guys have had, you know, a couple of weeks ago when the team was struggling offensively, he said that my confidence is at an all-time high that this offense can find their way out of these struggles. And they did for a couple of games and then struggled once again. Where is your confidence level at with the offense as a whole going into postseason play? Well, I think when you when you, when you look at, at at our club, there's always going to be ups and downs with all teams' offense. I mean, the fact that that you know we still have a pretty good run differential, I think you know speaks volumes. Like it, it's one of the reasons why we've been successful. So, as you think about a short season, I mean, obviously you want your club hitting on all cylinders, not just offensively, but, but, you know, from a pitching standpoint, from a defensive standpoint, these are all things that ultimately lead to success. So do you hope you can time it right? And when you enter October, be able to do that? Absolutely. And so look, this team has won a lot of games. It's been through a lot. Um, I too also have a lot of confidence in this club. And I think on any given night we could beat anybody, but you know, you certainly want to be entering October on that that upper upper step then versus uh, where you feel like you're going backwards. Mo, you guys have used 39 different starting combinations in the outfield so far this season. As you look to what that group could be going into the playoffs, where is your confidence level with Tyler O'Neill getting back onto the field? And do you have any sort of a, a belief in terms of what that starting three could look like, or do you think that's going to depend on the matchups night tonight? I think it's mostly going to be driven by matchups and also uh, the availability or health of individuals. So I think to, to really answer that question, we're going to have to get through this weekend and uh, see what we look like uh, even in those games in Pittsburgh. Do you believe, John, that your bullpen is the biggest strength of your team going into postseason play? I like all aspects of our club. Um, you know, certainly uh, um, if Hicks can come back, you know, that's a pretty electric arm to add to to what's already a pretty dynamic group. But, you know, I feel like our club on, on any given night tends to have something that's exciting. So, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that we can experience uh, that type of, of success when we get to October. When you look back at the 2021 season, Mo, at least for us, one of the lessons that I think was there was finding guys that can throw strikes. And you got those guys in there by the end of the season and everything started to come together. When you look at this season in 2022, do you think there's been any common themes of what you've learned either about this team, what you guys need? What are some of the things that you've learned from this season? I don't think we had anything that just stands out like like that was 
so alarming as what we saw in 2021 with with the amount of, of free passes. Look, this is a this is a really well balanced team, and, and what I mean by that is you have you have some some veterans that are are stepping away from the game at some point. You have two guys that are going to get a lot of MVP votes um, when we get to that portion of, of the year. And then you also have some emerging young players and stars. So I think it's just a balanced team. And, and I think what you learn from it is it's nice to have guys that give you some flexibility. So, so guys like Tommy Edmond and, and Brandon Donovan have really allowed us to have that and, and saw us through some times when things might not have been going as we planned, but we were able to, to tap into them because of their defensive flexibility to use them in, in a very successful manner. Final question from me with Sunday being the final home game before the postseason begins, John, do you give yourself an opportunity to sit back and reflect on the regular season, especially for how monumental this one will be with Pujols and Yachty's final home game in the regular season? Or do you wait until the postseason comes around to do that? I, I, look, I think human nature, you're, you're always sort of thinking about things at hand. And, and so, yeah, sh- certainly our focus is going to be on, on still trying to win baseball games and, and getting us uh, to have a successful October. But, you know, there's, there are times when, when things are a little quieter and you, and you can think about, like, what we've been through and what we've seen. But I think, you know, ultimately you, you don't really put a bow on a season until it's completely over. And, you know, I think in, in this particular case will be no different. Mo, we'll get you out of here on this one. And once again, thank you so much for the time. John Mosellock, Cardinals president of baseball operations, is our guest. When you look at the job that Ollie Marmol has done this season as a first-year manager, being able to balance the playing time for Albert, being able to make it through early on in the season where you guys dealt with so many injuries with the rotation, I think back to the Cubs series in Wrigley where I think it's one of the best bullpen managements that I've seen in quite some time. How would you assess his first year on the job as the manager of your team? No, I think he uh, he had a tremendously successful year. Um, and I can say that even understanding some things that, that happened, you know, downstairs, in other words, I think, you know, the, the respect that he has um, with the players, he's got a, a great supporting staff that, that, you know, stays on point, keeps the message going. So I, I think, like, his fundamental growth of, of – moving from a bench coach to a manager has been as seamless as you could hope. And obviously he's going to have a tremendous future in this, in this league if he, if he wants to do it for a long time. So yeah, super excited on what we saw from him and um, you know, I kudos to that entire staff really. Mo, we wish you nothing but the best as you guys project forward into the playoffs. We wish you all the best this weekend against Pittsburgh as well. Enjoy it. Take it all in. And we'll talk with you again soon. All right. That sounds good. Thank you. Peloton. Let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.